get straight to the point. Thank you for listening. Audio only Mondays and Wednesdays. Thank you for tuning in. Leave us a rating and review. I want to talk about Taylor Swift. Nobody else does, but I do. CJ was making a lot of noise in the other part of the house, so I said, just come on the show. How are you? Hi, I'm good. I was just thinking about Taylor Swift. Too. What What were you thinking about Taylor Swift? Um, Why? I, I'm just wondering, if is she a psyop? No. I, and I'll tell you this. I, I tell you what does concern me. I don't think that the CIA is smart enough to do a, a, something like that. Uh, Taylor Swift is how old? 37? 34. 34? Yeah. I don't have a clue how old Taylor Swift is. I know that uh, for a young lady, she's had 80,000 boyfriends, serious boyfriends. That's a lot of famous sex. I mean, she's a pin cushion at this point. Um, I've never had famous sex. I'd have to think about that. I'd have to think about that. Um, the um, fact that people hold Taylor Swift up as some paragon, some example for what they want their young generation to emulate is astounding to me when they, in the next breath, get offended by Donald Trump saying he's going to grab women by the pussy. The hypocrisy is tangible in regards to that. I don't look at Taylor Swift as a wholesome character who has made an entire career out of her love life. And she has made a career out of it because every song that she writes is about an ex-boyfriend. So your thoughts on that? I mean, you're, you're well, I feel like it's, I, I do hear that a lot. Um, but I feel like it's the outrage towards her is a little crazy. I think when you look at it, first of all, I don't like her. I don't like her politics, but she's a benign role model. I mean, she's not out there swinging on wrecking balls naked like Miley Cyrus did. Uh, and she has, she, she, per, she's not wholesome, but she portrays herself as wholesome. Her lyrics don't have any like crazy profanity or anything. So I'm, I think the whole, um, you know, people, you know, kind of going off what you just said is I, I'm not going to stay mad at Taylor. She irritates me. And I do think she's being used right now. Um, She's everywhere. She's suddenly political. And I do think they're using her to turn the election, turn young voters out for um, that young voters out for that old <laughs> mindless, whatever you call him, Joe Biden. She's a witch. She's a new age mystic. I mean, she's a witch. I don't, I don't like her. And so, I, but that's beside the point. The fact, to your point, the fact that they say that 20% of America's population their voting population could be swayed by the opinion of Taylor Swift should scare all of us because the fact that you would allow some pop princess um, who, or any celebrity for that matter, to sway your defining decision of who you want to be the executive of the United States, the CEO of the United States, the commander in chief, the guy in the Oval Office, the fact that you would allow a, a pop princess or any celebrity to define that for you is amazing to me. Now, again, <laughs> the lack of critical thinking skills and complexity of thought or even just common sense, there's not a shred of it to be found in this young generation if that's what you choose. If you're choosing your presidential pick or any politics on the basis of what someone who does not live in your world. She doesn't breathe the same air that you breathe. They literally, a week ago, reserved her spot for her private jet at McCarran Airport in Las Vegas. Yeah, and she came... Well, it's so funny that the, the same people that just lift her up and praise her don't say anything about the, the fact that she came from Tokyo. She comes into Vegas and 
headed out to Australia. Yeah, they, they don't say anything about her green her her, her CO two carbon, carbon footprint. footprint. They're yeah. they're just talking about her jet lag. Now now understand and again I I, I want to point out the the hypocrisy of that as you did. One I don't care who Taylor Swift sleeps with. I'm just not going to hold her up as an example to to young people and say this is the person you need to be like. I'm also not going to say oh look at her she's she's such she's so into the green initiative. Now she has the largest carbon footprint of any celebrity out there. Yeah. Which, trust me, if I had a private jet, I'd fly the damn thing to McDonald's to pick up a hamburger. Okay? <laughs> me too. I'd be like, oh, you know what? I want to go eat lunch at Spago. It's a, a matter of fact, if anyone is listening and has a private jet, pick us up. No, I don't want to be with other people. I, I want my own private jet. If, I, I'm, if I'm going to be polluting the ozone, I want to be doing it alone. You get <laughs> your jet, I'll get, we'll meet there, okay? If I got Tay-Tay money, we're going to do it that way. But they're going to, they're, they're going to use... Puppets like Taylor Swift. This is a point. You guys didn't want to hear that much about Taylor Swift, but I'm glad you hung on. They're going to use puppets to reelect a puppet. Okay, mm-hmm. like attracts like. So the fact that they're using a puppet to place a political puppet who is going to be voted for by a puppet populace should scare you about the state of society and culture at large. I'm well, this is what they did. They trained, you know, they, they took a school curriculum and made it about race and gender and identity politics. They dumbed down that generation and then they turned to someone who that's all they talk about. And of course, they're going to think that they're like a respect. They've got a respectable voice when that's literally all the garbage that's been crammed down their head. A perfect example is Tucker Carlson's interview with Vladimir Putin this week. Vladimir Putin took 30, 45 minutes to give a thousand years of Russian history. Most people in America, most people in American schools, they can't even pick out their own state on a map, much less give the history of America. They have no clue about anything, and that's just, you know, 250 years. Putin rattled off history from rote memory that was astounding about Russian history. We have created a generation of mindless automatons. And again, not the least of which is a senile president who has dementia that the Her Report came out this week and stated that when they interviewed Joe in regards to his possession of classified documents that he kept unsupervised, unsecured, and in a federal offense, shared information with a writer They said he can't stand trial because he's going to be too old and he can't remember things. He can't remember the years he was vice president under Barack Obama. And he can't remember the year that his son, Bo, died. Now, that should be a significant point because Joe is the one who's always bringing up Bo Biden. Bo Biden, who was what? The attorney general of Delaware, served in the army. Joe thinks of himself as a gold star father. He thinks of himself as, uh, well, he consistently has said that Bo died in Iraq. And every time an actual Gold Star family receives condolences from the President of the United States, Joe always has to turn it back about himself and the loss of his son, Bo, who died from cancer. But he is just a poor old man wanting to, you know, screwing up his poor kid's story because he is old. He is old (laughs) and he is mindless. And Jill Biden came out in defense of Joe and said the fact that the Her Report would use the loss of their son— It's not her son. She was the nanny. 
she was stepmom, and that May 30th will always live in their hearts. Well, again, she didn't deny the fact that Joe doesn't have an effing clue about what year his son died in. She never said anything about that. There was nothing that overturned the what was said in the, her report, just the fact that Joe is a dementia-ridden, senile old man. He's a geriatric that belongs in a home. Oh, but Trump is only three years younger than him. Yes, and sharp as a tack for the most part. So the fact that this came out should be devastating. I want to read a quote to you. It should be devastating to his candidacy. It probably is. It probably is because I think this is what they're going to use ultimately to get the old man out. Now, they'll have to replace him with another puppet. They'll have to replace him with another puppet. I, I can't imagine this man running full term again to election day in November and then getting installed for a second term. They'll have to find another puppet. But James Caulville, of course, that Democratic consultant, he said, the most damaging thing that can happen to a politician is to have an existing negative suspicion confirmed. That's the worst James Carville impression ever. The most damaging thing that can happen to a politician is to have an existing negative suspicion confirmed. And that's exactly what the Hur Report did. It came out and said that in 2015, Joe Biden was so damn senile that he couldn't, he wasn't fit to stand trial. So almost 10 years ago, yes. he was already senile. Yes. <laughs> Could not remember the year. Had to ask what years. In one question, he asked if he was still the freaking vice president. <sighs> Even the dogs chimed in on that. That report is devastating. That is the same federal crime, sharing classified documents like this, the same federal crime that got General Petraeus a $100,000 fine and two years of probation. And they're not even going to hold him accountable for what he did. Now, again, you say, well, Donald Trump had documents. Yeah, he had them in a locked room, in a locked area that was supervised by Secret Service. Very different. Oh, and by the way, he was president. Joe Biden... I mean, Donald Trump is protected by Presidential Records Act. Joe Biden, he got the classified documents, and God only knows how he got them when he was senator. When he was the senator, not vice president. So this will be his undoing. And no, Michelle Obama's not going to run. This is going to be his undoing, but they've, they've been trying to out him for a long time, and it hasn't worked because he's a stubborn old man, and he thinks he's doing a great job. So he's going to go out swinging. Back in 2020, Joe Biden tweeted something. I wish I had it pulled up where he said to Donald Trump, he said, this president thinks that a strong uh, stock market is a sign of a, of a strong economy. Isn't that what they're saying these days? And they're, oh, it's record highs. The stock market's at a record high. You can't spend the freaking stock market. That has nothing to do with the money that's in the bank, in your bank account. Great for your 401k, great for your IRA, great for your retirement plan. But you can't spend the stock market. That is not an indicator of the economy. Oh, well, it's a piece of the economy, sure. But when you're constantly printing money, and we're to the tune of $33 trillion in debt at this point, and they're just going to keep tr printing more money, as Jamal Bowman said about reparations, wanting $14 trillion, he said, we're just going to spend our way into it. Well, that's a dumbass. I, I don't want these people with this all-consuming big government just printing their way into, into bigger debt where the dollar has been completely devalued. And I will say this, Vladimir Putin in the interview with Tucker Carlson made a very valid point about the fact that we put all of our emphasis on the dollar and now it's going to bite us in the ass. But Joe, 
Joe, if he's not the candidate, it won't be Michelle Obama. She doesn't like politics. And by the way, they're controlled as well. Just ask the dead chef that was found in the lake 100, 100 yards from their front door. That was a reminder. You want me to go to the conspiracy theories? Here we go. That was a reminder to Barack Obama saying, we own you. We can get to you. We own you. We know you're gay. We know your secrets. We know all the shit about you. And we own you too. That's what that was. They, they can get to anybody. I, you said, oh, Chad, I, was, I can't believe you would say that. <laughs> whatever. I can say whatever I want to say. You get your own show. This deal was a reminder to Barack Obama that we have your secrets. Joe Biden, they can control him as a puppet because they have his secrets too. They know that they can take Hunter Biden down in an instant, and that's Joe's weakness. They could destroy his family. And for Joe, that's his weakness. Barack Obama has a lot of skeletons in the closet. And a lot of, yeah. I won't, I won't say the joke I was going to say, but yeah. But I think this is going to be the ultimate end for them. It's not going to turn out the way they think they're going to oust him, and he's going to go quietly. And like you said to me the other day, they're going to give him a big parade. But he's too proud. Jill's too proud. They've been trying. It hasn't worked. And ultimately, I think this is going to expose a lot of stuff. Not in... And hey, there's already a whole bunch of other stuff that's coming out, not just about him. But I think this is just a big, I mean, it makes me excited at least, a big win. Well, here's the problem we're going to have. And this should, this should, this also should scare everyone. This is why we're screwed. Now, just yesterday, you told me that Instagram has now come out as a policy for this year. Oh, it says they're yeah. not going to recommend political posts. So if 455,000 people follow me on Instagram at Watch Chad, 10 of you can go follow me right now. If you're following me and you say this is the content you want to see, which is in essence what you're saying when you click that little follow button, now they're not going to recommend my post to you because I post political things. It'll only go to your followers, not like it won't. Is that the deal? Yes. It will only go to your followers, but you can't gain new followers because new, people are not going to see it. They're not going to see it. But And tell me, how is that not election interference? Well, um, let me go one step further than that. One step further than that. This, is, this should really scare the shit out of everybody. Microsoft is launching a plan to use artificial intelligence, AI, to create, and I quote, healthy information ecosystems. <laughs> I mean, what a coincidence, right? I'm reading from Red State. This is Mike Miller's article. You could check it out at redstate.com. Um, I want to read this from the Microsoft website. Hope you're paying attention. Uh, you, you see, again, you're worried, if you're worried about Taylor Swift, stop. If you're worried about Joe Biden and his classified documents, stop. If you're worried about Michelle Obama and her swinging dick, stop. Here's what you should worry about. I'm here to tell you what to worry about. Microsoft said, here's how we're working with journalists to create newsrooms of the future with AI. Oh, God. That should, that should piss you off if you're a journalist to have Microsoft, Bill Gates, a dude that looks like gravy in loafers, come out and say that we're going to teach you how to not push misinformation. We're going to teach you how artificial intelligence will show you how to be smarter in your profession. But they don't care. They said, today Microsoft is launching several collaborations with news organizations to adopt generative AI. They're going to generate the news using artificial intelligence. In a year where billions of people will vote in democratic elections worldwide, journalism is critical to creating healthy information ecosystems, and it's our mission. Good God in heaven. It's our mission working with the industry to ensure that newsrooms can innovate to serve this year and in the future. 
through these new programs. And I, what, I mean, what Soviet Lenin era Pravda BS is this? Through these new programs, we're helping these organizations, listen to this, identify and refine the procedures and policies to use AI responsibly in news gathering and in business practices, helping train a new generation of reporters on best uses of AI and identify ways AI can help create efficient business practices. See, that's the problem right there. Journalism is not a business practice. It's information. You report the news and help build sustainable newsrooms for generations to come. That, that should make the hair on the back of your neck stand up. That this is the world we're living in. The, the days of free speech are gone. The days of reporting the news from one human to another is gone. So the Democratic Party has always been a master of controlling speech. They're way better than conservatives and Republicans. Just think about all the buzzwords. Think about all the things five years ago. You never used words like quarantine or remain at home or remain in place. You, ne- you know, the six feet distance, two weeks to slow the curve. You didn't talk about a curve five years ago. War on women, Me Too, uh, you know, fair share, gun reform, mass amnesty. We didn't, those terms, they're all created buzzwords on the part of the left, right? White supremacy, economic justice. Those are all manipulative words. They're buzzwords that are used to control low information populace. And you get caught up in them. And get on get on the comments. Go to my Instagram. Read the freaking comments under any one of my posts, and you'll see buzzwords. Where do you think that comes from? That comes from controlled ops. That comes from people like Bill Gates and Microsoft, who are now intending to make, uh, make it you know a whole lot more complex. They say we're going to work directly with newsrooms and universities, journalists, and industry groups. They're going to help. They're going to help. The, this is a quote. We are going to help these organizations use AI to grow audiences. I'm speechless at this. It's not the job of a news organization to be a marketing firm. Tell me the freaking news. Our goal is to support thriving, sustainable newsrooms with the technology they need to perform the essential functions of informing the world. Um, I, I think Microsoft's coming after the liberal media. That's why they're going to do everything they can using AI and generative news to create another puppet politician presidency, whether it's Joe Biden or anybody else. We'll see what they do, but I guarantee it'll be somebody they can control. 1,000%. Now, again... If it's Gavin Newsom, and I'll just say this as an addendum that has nothing to do with anything else. If it's Gavin Newsom, because that's the person that other people mention, and I'd say that's a safe bet, they've already got him because he is 10 times worse progressively than Joe Biden ever dreamed of being. Joe Biden's not progressive. In his heart, he never was a progressive politician in regards to that. He was a backwards racist who was dumb and plagiarized everything he ever said. Joe Biden, they made him say progressive things. You know, you bring Dylan Mulvaney into the White House. God love you. Joe Biden never gave a damn about a transvestite or black people or any of this crap that, that they're talking. That's, this is 100% pushing him to the left. They have to. That's why they write the script for him. They wrote the narrative. They said, you have to do this in order to be president. You won't have to do that with Gavin Newsom. He's actually that progressive. 
He's actually that progressive. So they're trying to, they're trying to California America, and they're almost there. They're almost there. But the idea that they are going to use AI to generate news and help the news organizations grow their audiences should scare you half to death. We're headed into a Soviet-style propaganda machine that, that, that Lenin and Stalin would be proud of. And the result of that is going to be death. Death to a nation, death to individuals, death to communities, death to states, death to cities. It's death. Because they're going to control whatever information comes your way. Get ready for the revelation of the buzzwords. You just thought they were bad. Now they're coming. And they're coming for you, folks. So, the rain is coming down. I can hear it outside. The dogs are out there in it. CJ, we're going to go let them in the house. I, I just sat here and smiled at you the whole time. You did. I like listening to you talk. I didn't want to interrupt you because it, it's so good. I'm interruptible. No, I just wanted to watch you. I got a front row seat to that show. Oh, well, you got a cute smile. That's for sure. And while everybody listening to this is ready to vomit. <laughs> uh, I wonder what Taylor Swift is doing right now. Oh, she's, she's on the way, way to Australia. Australia. Oh, God bless her. God bless her. Traveling with, uh, traveling with a bunch of... Her CO2 footprint don't matter. She's she's bettering the world for all the 19, 20-year-olds. You know what I want to do? I want to go right now. I want to go downstairs. I want to get on, on my streaming television service, and I want to watch. I want to watch the Eras Tour. Why? I don't really. Oh. I would never in my life watch that garbage. I don't need that witchcraft in my life. She's a witch. She's a witch. And they're coming for your menthol cigarettes, too. Don't forget that, folks. They're coming for your menthol cigarettes. It's amazing to me. You know, menthol... Words, your freedom, your cigarettes. I posted this, the picture the other day on social media with the, with the picture of the cigarettes, and people lost their mind. Chad quit smoking. I've never smoked a day in my life, other than cigars and a little weed. I mean, everybody has their past. I, weed's not my thing. Um, I got other drugs, like love, like love. Yeah, love drug. That's right. Love potions. But... Menthol cigarettes, that's the last flavored cigarette that's on the market. There's, there's no other flavored type cigarette. 80% of black smokers smoke menthols. So by and large, I mean, and again, that was the marketing campaign. You go back and look in the old magazines when they used to put the cigarette ads in the news, in the, in the you know, whatever magazine you were reading. It was always black people in the ads smoking the menthols. So they targeted the black community. And when they came after menthol cigarettes, the Biden regime came after menthol cigarettes. They were going to ban them. And the, the reasoning was, they said, because it harms children. It harms children because it's flavored. It's easier to smoke than just a plain old cigarette. They found out that the blacks were pushing back on that. They said, hmm, this is not a good idea. We got to get elected by the black community. We need the black vote. And so, they, and so you know menthol. what? The black vote was more important than the kids' lives. And I don't know when liberal progressives ever decided they cared about children anyway, when they're cutting off their, you know, cutting off their genitals and giving them hormone blockers and in most cases not even allowing them to be born as they shout their abortions, as they wave their fist over their pink pussy hats. They don't care about children. They don't care about children. They're feeding them pornography in school libraries and got drag queens reading them in story hour. Yeah, I feel like there's got to be something more to that. Like, why did they, it, it couldn't be just the children. And yeah. then they did figure out it, it was going to affect the black community. But what could be another reason that they would go after that? They want to go after farmers. 
Oh, that makes sense. They want to go after farmers. farmers. It, because again, you got to remember these are these are North Carolina tobacco farmers. Yeah. Okay. They wanted to go after the farmers because at the end of the day, they don't want you growing anything. Yeah. They don't want you growing anything. Well, tobacco. Yeah, I understand. That's a major industry in this country. Tobacco farmers uh, are, are are an economy boost. And you say, well, Chad, are you advocating for smoking? I'm advocating for you doing whatever the hell you want to do. You're free to do it. Yep. You can't legislate morality. I'm just saying. And you say, well, what about the children? And it's Don't capitalism. Let you know what? Here's, you know what? You want to keep your kids off of cigarettes? Here's an idea. Be the freaking parent. Be the freaking parent. You know why I didn't smoke? Because my dad would have pulled my ears off from the, at the root. My dad told me when I was young, he said, if I get you smoking a cigarette, as he smoked a cigarette, my dad said to me, if I ever see you, I will cut your two fingers off. Ooh. And you still have all your fingers. Yeah. Little, fat, that was little, little chubby nubs. It was effective. I was scared of my father. And I said, and I said, you know what? I talked to my mother the other day. Your mom said, you know, you didn't get in a whole lot of trouble. You, you talked about a couple of different things that I did that were stupid. And she said, I said, I was scared of my father. So you know what? You want you to keep your kids off of drugs. You want to keep your kids off of vapes and jewels and cigarettes and everything else. I, I tell you what you do. Scare the shit out of them. That's Be right. the parent. But yeah, now you you as an adult, you want to go smoke a cigarette? Go smoke a cigarette. You know, I, I think that I think that we should live in a free country. You say, well, what about the abortion industry? We should. Uh, you know what? I, I'm I'm. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. If you if you make abortion an evil thing in people's minds and they start to understand that you're murdering an innocent life, the abortion industry will go out of business. You don't have to go and and shut down a Planned Parenthood building. Just make abortion evil in the minds of people. I bet Bill Gates and Microsoft can come up with a generative AI solution to make people see abortion as an evil they thing if they wanted to, but they, they don't, don't want to. They don't want you to see it as an evil exactly. thing. So my thing, don't you want to shut down abortion clinics? Well, I mean, as long as people have coat hangers, they can abort their it's children. It's like a noble thing for them. But shout your abortion. I mean, you're going to get on a major news channel in front of Rachel Maddow or whoever the hell they were talking to and take your plan B pill right there on the deal. So, so again, point being... Point being with all of this is, is they're coming after everything. The farmers, menthol cigarettes. Smoke them if you got them, folks. I think I'm going to take up smoking. Man, I keep I, saying that. I, I keep hope saying their that. plans but, and I'm crash gonna bring and this up. burn. I'm not going to stop talking about like this menthol cigarette thing. This is a perfect example of this whole deal. We were going to leave here five minutes ago, but here we are still talking. We're still talking about stuff because we're living in a crazy world. Chad's pro-abortion. No, I'm not. I, I'm just saying you can't legislate morality. If somebody wants to abort their child, they're going to abort their child. What you do is you change their values. Change their values. Be the parent. Be the parent. We have a fatherless generation. Across the board, a fatherless generation. The nuclear family has been demonized. It's an evil thing now to have a nuclear family. A man and a woman with children staying in the same home. Going to church. I mean, you know. I mean, I hold us up as a perfect example of how you should run your family. Gosh, we're the worst. <laughs> oh, no, we're, we're actually not the not. worst. I mean, we're actually not. But we're we, not the worst. But we are divorced, we, which is very. We are divorced people, but you know subject. what? That is, uh, it, it, you know what? That is, uh, that is something that people deal with in their life. Well, it is. And it's, you know what? I think we've done a pretty dadgum good job to continue well, we being involved in our kids' lives, regardless of what our situations were. So there you go. Our kids go to church. 
They're gonna now, they're gonna learn from our mistakes, hopefully. And I will cut your damn fingers off. <laughs> As your dad's smoking a cigarette. If I cut you, if I get you with a cigarette. Anyway. All right, guys, uh, join us every Monday and Wednesday for the audio only to the point. We didn't really get to the point today. We were all over the points. We the just, point we, is Taylor Swift. We sat down and wallowed in the points. Um, but tomorrow, back with a new episode, uh, five o'clock central, Texas time, is when the premiere on YouTube happens and we will see you there. Uh, make sure you're subscribed to YouTube. Make sure that you're sending me those emails over there, chad at thechadpraythershow.com. Got some great emails that have come in, and we're going to address those in upcoming episodes. Uh, but drop me your email address at thechadbraithershow.com, and go to where all the fun stuff is, watchchad.com, and uh, and check it out. Oh, and you know what? I want you to also check out my uh, my buddy, if you're, if you're still with us, my buddy uh, Adam Kovar myfireside.com. Go check out his fire pits. I talked to Adam yesterday. Uh, he was there with Kirk Cameron, and uh, we were talking about fire pits yesterday. I got a beautiful one in my backyard. He makes custom fire pits. Go check them out, myfireside.com. should have said this in the beginning of the episode, but I want Adam's business to grow. He's got Ted Nugent on board. Don Trump Jr. is getting a fire pit um, from, from Adam. So a lot of cool stuff going on. But he's, he's a struggling entrepreneur in California up against it. He needs some... He needs some people to go buy some fire pits because his uh, his his wild and crazy lefty um, machine machinist guy that does a lot of his custom panels is is now kicking him out. Won't do the panels for him anymore. So he's got to find a new machinist, a new guy to do the custom panels. God, it's hard to be a conservative in America today. I'm going to become a liberal. That'd I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to get my first abortion. If you became a liberal, you'd suddenly be on every news station. That's like your path to success. They'd love it. They would. I'm going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to shave my head and, I don't know, Conservative do something. Yeah. Gubernatorial candidate, Chad Prather. All right. We're getting out of here. <laughs> Folks, thank you for tuning in. We love you. God bless you. And we'll talk to you later.